When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Ah! Gavino and Rich. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Get So ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Oh, I'm a disc jockey. Friday show. Like, how lame do you feel that you wait just for the free show on the Friday, but you're not with us Monday through Thursday? You gotta feel pretty lame about that. But either way, uh, I just yeah, I appreciate people. I just appreciate way, everyone. Bring it in, though. Welcome to the show. We're just glad you're here hanging out today because we're starting the weekend, the Juneteenth Father's Day weekend. Hey, round of applause for the dads out there. Let's do this. Let's rock out. Let's go. <laughs> dads always get the shit end of everything. So we salute the dads head into the Father's Day weekend. I saw a meme that said, you should thank your dad for your existence because there's a good chance your mom wasn't in the mood anyway. Yes, most likely. <laughs> yes. So thanks, dad. And maybe dad will wear his macaroni tie I made him. Finally. Because he said he'd save it for a special occasion. So well, you should say, Dad, that was thirty-seven years ago that I made that macaroni tie in kindergarten. It's about time you wear it, Dad. The macaroni tie. You said you would. Ma'am. So hey, do something nice, something small. You know, dads always say, I don't want anything. And now that we're dads, Rich, I do believe them. You don't want anything. But acknowledgement I I, is I nice, really, right? I really don't want anything. Yeah, but, but acknowledgement you know is sweet, you know, so props yeah. to the dads. It's Father's Day weekend. It's Juneteenth. It's a three-day weekend for a lot of people. If you're off today, props, enjoy it. But again, thank you for being here. Free Twitch Friday. Phones are up. Same show. We're live. 412-267-7469. Welcome to Cavino and Rich. Um, you know, as far as, uh, as far as cool shit your kids make, let me just throw out a quick idea or just a suggestion for everybody because I can't be the only one living the dad life. I know you're living the dad life. When your kid makes their little paintings and colorings and all the things they do, I think the best idea is to eventually just take a picture of these things and maybe print them out on a book because I feel like I'm constantly in the struggle of like, oh, here's like a finger painting Emmy made. Do I keep it or throw it out? Like you don't want all this shit around. But at the same time, you don't want to throw away your kid's artwork and forget it. So would it be safe to say a good idea would be to just take a picture when you're ready to throw it out and then eventually maybe put him in a book or something? I think about that, but that's not a gift for dad. That's like a gift for your kid, right? Oh, no, no. I'm just I'm just saying in general because, you know, you talk about 
parents getting gifts from the kids or your, your kids always like, dad, I made you a coloring. And you're like, well, what am I going to do with this? Right. The gift for the dad, you're right, is throwing it away or finding a place to put it. You know, I got a frame that just opens up. It's like a box frame, but it opens up just from the front. And anytime your kid makes you something new, you can just put it on top. So it's like there's a new picture on top all the time, which is kind of cool. I just busted that out again recently. What's up, booty cool. up? I saw that. And by the way, I want to say to Mario Wrangle the Dangle, happy penis to you. We owe you one. Spotty's here. He's on the ones and twos. He's our producer looking handsome, flexing with the tank top on. If there's new people here, we're the best live podcast of all podcasts. We're the show that not enough people talk about, but they should. And we're the show that's always like on the brink of something awesome, but never really over the brink. But one day, bro, one day. Hey, let me tell you some inspiration, Rich. You know what they called Mike Mussina always? They called him Mr. Almost. Almost, yeah. Mr. Almost. We're like the radio shows, the podcasts of Almost. We're the Almost radio show. Listen, we've been on the biggest radio stations and companies and channels we've been on television but we never quite break into that next level but, but one day but one day <laughs> on mike musina's very last season mm-hmm. he got his 20th win 20 he always went like 19 and 6 yeah you know well, he was so close to so many no hitters but he got a 20 win season his very last season then retired one of the best well, one of the best out there to do it that no, not enough people talk about Happy penis to you too, Mike in Connecticut. And uh, what are we doing on the, on the, on the Twitch thing? Spot, explain again, little donations and people can play sound effects. How does it all work? Give people a little quick rundown because you would think people know all this stuff, but they don't. You would think you would know it. Um, oh I man, mean, immediate burn. I mean, the first thing he says Woo! is rude, but is that typical? Yeah, sort of. Sorry, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to, I'm working on something. Uh, yeah. That's people, cool. If you want to be, if you want to be, if like the first word out of your mouth wants to be like rude, that's cool. I mean, I've been asking you for weeks to figure out Twitch, uh, but that's okay. Um, yeah, uh, bits was kind of rude, you know. Uh, it's kind of rude. Happy uh, penis. Uh, it's if you haven't re-upped your subscription, you have to do that manually with Prime. So please do that. Right. Uh, you can throw bits, cheers, all that kind of stuff. People, people that know Twitch, know Twitch. Do it. Thank you, guys. I'm sorry. I'm working on something. Spot's trying to figure it out. If you've already so, sent the little sound effect our way and you haven't heard it, don't worry. We'll fix it. We acknowledge it. Thank you very much. We see it. What's up to Jawline? What's up to Bob Ross? Eddie, your DJ? Rich's pump is bigger than Cove. Is it opposite day? It's all angle, guys. He's coming up. Oh, uh, you know what so it is? I, I, like, I also, I I also didn't comb my hair today, so I just sort of went. <laughs> going to have a pump off? My shit's just flattened out. Look at that. There it is. How do you like that? How do you like that? We're also the podcast slash radio show with the greatest hair of all time. And we're trying to maintain that. I'm not saying that's going to be forever, but we're going to do our darndest to keep it. And if that means some sort of procedure someday, so be it. Who cares? All right. Anyway, let's roll, man. You're going to get a procedure one day? Hey, man, I'm not saying no to anything. You know, if it means keeping my pompadoodle-doo. I I can promise you my hairline is fine. And my goal is if I make it past, if I make it to retirement age, like 60-something with my hair, I'm okay being an old guy that's a little bald. I mean, it's thinning. Your hair is always changing. They say every every seven years it changes, which I which I think means just thins out a little more. Yeah, I mean, but like I look at my family, like my grandparents and my dad. No, no one's bald. But if I'm like a seventy five year old guy and I'm thin up top, you think I'm going to get hair replacement surgery at seventy five? 
Uh, hey, why not? I mean, if I, was going, if I was going bald at 25, I would have done it. If I was even going bald in my early 30s, I would have got it. But I, I, I don't know. I think like when you're an old guy, you almost it's like the rite of passage. Nah, man. 75 is the new 55. And by that time, Sarah will probably leave you, come to her senses, and you could be with like a hot 35-year-old again. 75 is the new 55, which gives you the right to be with a hot 35-year-old. Uh, if you keep your uh, hair. All right. So anyway, I'm not wishing that on Rich. I'm just saying could happen. So guys, sports, entertainment, life. Let's get into this, man. Let's go story for story with some news. Oh, okay. Story for story in a Friday. Can I start? Can I, yeah, sure. But I just want to wish everyone, again, a happy weekend, um, a happy Father's Day, a Juneteenth. And I just hope you had a great Thursday night, a Giannis Middleton sort of Thursday night. Not necessarily a Kevin Durant Thursday night. We'll talk about the Bucks well, pushing Game 7 later on in the news. Hey, listen. I mean, if you want to start with that, why not start with that? Um, I was going to ask you, when was the last time, because of COVID and all the bullshit nonsense over the last year and a half, when was the last time you were generally and genuinely excited about a Game 7 in any sport? Because tomorrow night, Bucks Nets, that's sort of like a must-watch Game 7. And I can't remember. It's been like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like it's been a year since there's been some type of Game 7 there's that been I game had sevens. to watch. I'm just not thinking of one right now. And there's one win play-ins. You know, there's been one do-or-die game in yeah, baseball but I'm saying that this I was is like, probably but, but fired we're talking, up for. We're talking uh, Giannis for the Bucks, who yeah. has high hopes, and the Nets, who are a super team that's injured. I think tomorrow night's Game 7 is like the first Game 7 in a while where it's going to be like all eyes on these two teams because I think whoever loses has more to lose than the winner has to win, if that makes sense. Because whoever loses is going to get shit on. Like, if the Bucks lose, it's going to be, yo, Giannis can't even get to the next level with all these other superstars hurt. That's but the if thing. the Nets lose, th- th- then it's like, wow, the Nets are a disappointment. I think the loser has more to lose than the winner has to win. Right, because right now is the little window. To get that Little victory window. in there. No, really, if you can't win it this year, then when are you going to win it? When LeBron is healthy again, when AD's healthy again, when the Golden State Warriors are healthy again, when yeah. people aren't suffering from rim rest. So this is <laughs> a big opportunity for a lot of teams. So, yeah, it was a, a, a shitty game ah, for the Nets yesterday. The Bucks were in charge of that game the entire time. They won 104-89, again, forcing a Game 7, which gives you Sports. more weekend plans, but something to look forward to. Also this weekend, 76ers and the Hawks, right? That's tomorrow, I believe. That's tonight. Is it tonight? And the Hawks, yeah, as dude. you know, are three are up 3-2. to two. Same with the Clippers over Utah. Tonight. Three games to two, so some big games this weekend. Hope you enjoy your basketball. For some reason, I thought it was Saturday night, but that's no. T- Saturday night is the is Bucks the Nets. Nets. Now tonight, tonight are two game sixes, and the fun part of that, Cavino, is yeah. that you're hoping that there are game sevens force because tonight the two underdogs are the teams that are up three two. Like tonight, the Sixers are favored and the Jazz are favored. So Vegas is hoping for two game sevens there. So if we can get three game sevens and then one four game sweep for the Suns. I think that's pretty sweet. And I know a lot of Canadians and a lot of people love hockey. Even my mom was like, Richie, I hope the Islanders tie it up this week and make it 2-2. So I know the Islanders and all our Long Island friends are pumped about that. So, hey, playoffs are happening. Enjoy 
this weekend. Lots yeah. of good games in basketball and hockey. Shout out to uh, Mountain Lion. Mountain Lion. sent us some, uh, some money for some mega dope shows. Nice. Not shows oh, on thanks, Mountain Lion. I appreciate that. I well, appreciate that because this, this is our livelihood now, man. Uh, when we do these shows, this is our, this is our career. So we appreciate your, your love. I'm excited about, again, like you said, the Game 7, Rich. So I'm going with the Bucks, unfortunately. And fortunately for our buddy Sean Wyman, because he's a big Bucks fan. I know. But sorry, uh, KD, the, way, the go, team uh, is just too hurt. You got a, a half, a half healthy Harden, Harden, and you're missing Kyrie due to rim rest. So I'm going Bucks, and as I said earlier this week, the Hawks and the Clippers, man. So it should be fun. And Saturday night, there is no Tiafimo Lopez fight because he's got the COVID. So enjoy the basketball because there's no really. No really good fight to watch. But anyway, thank you, guys. Did Rich freeze? No, no, he froze. Oh, he did? Unless he's pulling some sort of uh, TikTok prank. That's weird. Wow, look at him. Look at his face. <laughs> I just thought he was, like, really engaged. I like his new hair thing, though. What's that? Smiller, my weekend isn't necessarily ruined i was looking forward to hair the tiafimo he's got a new hair thing going on what's his new hair thing he's got more of a poofadoo right there he's got crazy eyes i agree what's up drew thank you guys we're working on the sound effects i'm not necessarily hearing them i don't know if yeah, spot's working on uh, that as we so speak. i i'm pretty sure i oh <laughs> <laughs> goodbye rich goodbye goodbye so uh, yeah i'm pretty sure i i figured out the sound effect version um, there are the sound effects, but uh, you won't be able to hear it locally. Okay, but I figured it out, so it plays. So have at it. We can hear it. I hear it on my monitor. I just for some reason uh, something weird happened with the audio where now it's not routing. Oh my god! It's not. Routing. I'll do the sound effects until Spot fixes it. No, it works. Adios, mio. It works. But we're not hearing it. You won't hear okay, it. Okay, all right, fine. But they hear it. All right, cool. Hey, and well, you'll thank you see guys. it, so you can just anticipate what it means. I hear it on my monitor. I just can't switch it to that. I don't know what Spot, happened. Did you do some like Harry Potter, like be gone shit to Rich, like, and he's still fading into. I just love. I love the video, the visual feedback loop. Oh I wait, love it. Uh, he's coming back. Oh, oh fuck! There he we're is. having so much fun without you, Rich. Hey, Rich. Hey, to wrap up the sports. Hey, Rich. Celtics are trading Kemba Walker to OKC for Al Horford and Moses Brown. So that's big news, man. And then there's an, uh, like a big buzz in the NBA to wrap up basketball talk because I think your weekend's going to be consumed with it starting tonight. To wrap up basketball talk, Kemba Walker again to OKC, but buzz about Lonzo Ball. Buzz? There Oof. was a story earlier this week where Zion's family, Rich, I'm has Sorry. been outspoken. And Zion's family was saying that they're really upset with the Pelicans. Happy penis. No happy penis with, with, the, with the Zion family because they're like, yo, you promised this, you promised that, you promised to put all the right pieces around our boy, yeah. our son, and they're like being outspoken. I don't know how Zion feels about that. You know, it's like your mom going to your company and, and yelling about shit. Like, you promised my son a raise. Mom, don't do it. A new producer and, ah, you know. So he might be thinking, well, that's cool because I don't want to be the guy to say it. Who knows? Well, hold so, on. Let me, let me ask you a question then. Yeah. In your lifetime. I love that story. I know your mom. Your, mom yeah. your mom's like the outspoken Little League mom. My mom has gotten altercations at my Little League games with other parents. Has your mother 
ever done something where you're like, Mom, why did you do that? Why? Yeah, she beat the shit out of a kid in the neighborhood. Like, beat the shit out of him. Like, not even kidding you. Like, I, it sounds wrong. Like, she should be arrested. Like, because it was wrong. Some kid, some fat Greek kid named Nick would pick on me. But I was a little kid. Like, I was little. Like, six, seven. All right, maybe like eight or nine. Because six or seven sounds too young. Like, eight or nine, yeah. right? This kid was like 14, 15. Right? Like, he would just pick on me. Why was he even hanging with like an eight or nine year old to begin yeah. with? So I don't know what he did, but he like maybe, uh, I don't know, was talking shit. And I went to my mom and told him and told on him. And my mom came out with a wiffle ball bat and beat the shit out of him. Like beat him up. Not even kidding you. He was like, like running with down. The, like with the wiffle, with ball, the wiffle bat, ball bat. Started swinging at a kid. Hitting him in the back, chasing him down the street. And he was ah, like, ah, <laughs> running down. Well, my mom was beating him with it. I'm surprised like his parents didn't come out and say, yo, crazy lady. What are you doing? But he had welts on his back and everything. But uh, yeah, that, that happened for real. So let me wrap up that story. So Zion's mom or Zion's family has been outspoken about, we're not happy with, with Zion in Nolans with the Pelicans. And I think because of this, they're also questioning what about Lonzo Ball? And Lonzo Ball has been trending all morning. So there's buzz about Lonzo Ball going to the Celtics. Knicks fans are like, we'll take Lonzo Ball. Uh, they're saying Lonzo Ball's better than Ben Simmons. So now Lonzo Ball. Sheesh, sheesh. All right. So Lonzo oh, I Ball. I forgot the thrust. I, I forgot the little, cock thrust. I, I'm trying to give bang for your buck. Sorry, damn it. Pun intended. So there's also buzz not only about, like I said, Kemba Walker being traded, but Lonzo Ball on the move maybe from Nolans. And people are like, hey, you know what? He's this close to being really impactful somewhere else. So just some, are, uh, some news. People are also saying the Snooze. 80s, what a different time where a parent could hit another kid in the neighborhood with a wiffle ball bat with no police involvement. She did it like this. She did it like that. She did it with a wiffle ball bat. And this fat Greek kid, Nick, went home crying. But you know what? Never bothered me again. Ever. Ever. I don't, I don't remember seeing him like hanging by my house ever again, to be honest. Your mom probably threatened him. Like, yeah. you come to Union, New Jersey again. You come yeah. in this neighborhood again. I'll get you. I'll yeah. get you. Like, I can picture your mom. So, I mean, did my mom? Yeah, my mom. Very outspoken, bro. My mom would make me cringe all the time. Put me in weird spots. So, some people have said, you still could have do that in the 80s. Your mom got away with one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's pretty wild when you think back on it. And there's no exaggeration. Like, yeah. Yeah. She got him. Got, got him. him. She got him for got sure. Got him. Sure. Well, thank hey, you, CD. Appreciate you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging on a free Twitch Friday. Can I throw another story at you that uh, I'm curious about your thoughts because I thought of you with this story. I thought of you for two reasons, Kavino. Mm -hmm. Number one, you love to tell the classic story where you got gift cards to a ski shop as your Christmas bonus one year when you thought you were getting a sweet check from your old job. Yeah. Whack. For real. More than once, I'm pretty sure. Kavino thought like, oh, sweet, what's my holiday bonus at K-Rock? And your boss is like, Kavino, in lieu of thousands of dollars you thought you might get, I got something better. These are IOUs. No, he's like, I got something better. Here's like a $500 gift card to the ski shop. Princeton Ski Shop, it was called. And it was on Route 46, I believe, and in New Jersey. And yeah, it was, it was so weak. 
That's why I take a lot of pride in all the ski gear I have, even though it's from like the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, I still, still have you it. Got like, like, you got like, fuck I mean, it looks like you got really quality ski gear, but like you're very dated on the mountain. All these young sure. kids got like neon crazy ski gear on and you're like, look at my great stuff from 2001. Yeah, I earned it. That was my bonus. Fuck you. That's why <laughs> I swear to God. That's why I still yeah. like have this weird sense of pride and, and I keep it. Cause I'm like, no, this was, I earned this. This was my bonus. Uh, no, the, clearly either I'm reading the feedback, clearly a regift drew, uh, drew Max saying, or Camino, it is equivalent to the Chevy chase Clark Griswold jelly of the month club, where you got a ski gift card instead of what you probably thought was going to be at least a few G's, right? Oh yeah. Without a doubt. It wasn't a regift though. Those were giveaways from the radio station. Hey, I worked instead at of giving away this, instead of, uh, instead of Stern or K, uh, or uh, Kane and Cabby giving away this gift card, Kavino, Merry Christmas. Yeah, they gave me Princeton ski shops and, and maybe like some Six Flags, like free tickets. What'd or you something. buy? Uh, I bought s- snow blades that I still rock. You still, oh, I got those the are the boots. snow blades? That, oh, I got two <laughs> pairs of them. I had all that. What was I going to do? I oh, bought like all these oh, masks. Man. I got all sorts of shit for years. Kavino, uh, Kavino opened the second bag and it's like, it was empty Coca-Cola cans, and the boss was like, see, Cavino, those cans are two for one at Six Flags. You know what? <laughs> to give it context, for anyone that listens to that other guy on SiriusXM, and they know the, t- the name Tom Chipasano, they called him Chipasano because he was cheap. You know, but his job was to keep budgets in check. Looking back, he was a really great guy. He really was a really nice guy. But he was very cheap, and that was my holiday bonus. One year, yeah. I think so I, I thought of you because you'll you'll see my tie-in here. My tie-in is the gesture's nice, but what would you have really wanted, right? Like the gesture's nice. You got use out of the fucking skis. You still rock all that fucking twenty-year-old ski gear. The last couple times I've skied with you, so yeah. Let's just say Cavino had got use out of it, but what would you have rathered? Money or the yeah, of course, money. Of course. Now, now, I'm not trying to downplay this because this is a really nice thing, but I saw one of our uh, old school listeners, Vinny from Brooklyn, who's the most like abrasive, nice guy you know. And he was saying, can you believe these jerk-offs in New York City are throwing a ticker tape parade for the first responders? Now, hear me out. No one deserves more credit over the last year and a half than first responders, Correct. Correct. I'm not going to argue Doctors, that. nurses, yeah. cops, firemen, everyone that's, that's... That's a bit wild. And like a bit... First responders are uh, firemen and EMTs. Why not just honor them at a, an already existing parade? Healthcare, yeah, no, worker, but no, healthcare no, no, no. workers are yeah. the, the doctors and nurses. Well, and there's spot, the first it, responders. I think, it, I, think it, I think it involves healthcare workers and first responders. They're doing a ticker tape parade for, for the people that really kept the world running. For the I fixed it. Oh, wow. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. I fixed it. So the, the people for the last year and a half. I fixed it. Who really put their fucking lives on the line and did all the great work, right? <laughs> Can't take anything away from doctors, nurses, cops, firemen, EMTs. But. Fixed it. When you look up how much it costs to throw a parade in a major city. I love a parade. We're talking tens of millions of dollars to the point where wouldn't you then say, don't you think maybe those first responders rather like a couple thousand dollars each, like a little thank you check? Like, yeah. do, do you think they want a parade? No. Or do you think they want a fucking the thank you check? Yeah. Uh, let them have a float at the Macy's Thanksgiving. Day I want break. a stimmy. Yeah. Give them some money. This is horseshit. Rich, 
Nail on the head with that one, man. Uh, I completely I mean, agree with you. Listen, it's a beautiful. It's. A, I don't want to take anything away from a beautiful gesture for people that deserve no, that it. That shit is corny. But, it's corny. But as if hell. I said, if I said parade, I'm not saying they don't deserve it. That's corny, though. If I said the New York City doctor, nurse, first responder parade, and it's going to be a 25 million dollar budget, and I, I said, or, <laughs> or, get this, Money. every first responder or nurse or doctor gets their own version of like some type of stimulus check or, or a thank you check for a couple thousand dollars. Empty lion says I'm a first responder and I hate parades. I don't want anything <laughs> to be honest to be acknowledged is nice, right? Sure that's yeah, no, no, that's but I'm saying parade. if there was something empty lion, mountain lion, I said mountain lion. You said empty lion. No, I didn't. I said mountain lion. You said, empty no, you lion. said empty lion. I said mountain um, lion. I said mountain all good. lion. Well, that's like, uh, it is all good. I said mountain lion. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know your analogy is fine. You're gonna say you're gonna say when the co- when the company says, "Hey, uh, we have to let some people go," and then they spend five grand, oh, five million dollars on a fucking elaborate Christmas party. I mean, you know that happens all the time. That uh, happens to many companies. So we can get our pizza. Um, yeah, it does. But pussy, pussy. I gotta figure out why it does that stutter effect. But the. I understand, but how do you figure out distribution? Like, how do you decide who gets what? There's a lot Dude. of there's a lot of people involved. There's a lot of volunteers. Like, are you now? It's like there's a whole infrastructure in place just to to make sure everyone gets their payment. When you can just no, do no. one big fell swoop of a parade, give and say, them money. You know what? Everybody Spot. wants money. You know what it should be? Spot. A ticker tape parade, but the ticker tapes are money and you get as much as you can grab by the way no one's gonna get excited about no offense we know they're heroes but no one's gonna get excited about it is there there gonna be a snoopy float fuck people people. want big floats and hooplas and things like that they didn't win a championship you know it's it's a nice gesture give them a float at the again at the memorial day parade or something yeah i mean spot camino hear me out i i think you made a great point and and that point being there's going to be parades when the I'm listening to reason when the Yankees win the world series or when it's Thanksgiving or, you know, some, you know, the Puerto Rican day parade, uh, you know, St. Patty's day parade, this parades. But again, I looked this up cause I was curious. These parades cost tens of millions of dollars in budget. Billions. So spot, give me a number of how many first responders there possibly could be. Oh, in the New York area. That's, oh, I wouldn't even begin to, to, yeah, I, I know, probably. but what I'm saying, like, no matter what that number is, divide it by 25, uh, you know, divide that number into 25 million. And you don't think even Cavino, even if it was $750 a person, you don't think every doctor or nurse would be like, yeah, fuck a parade. Give me my fuck money. It's a new song by my chemical romance called the, uh, the whack parade. No one wants that parade. Oh, lost rich. Even rich. Who's gone. Bye rich. Bye rich. <laughs> Funky monkey. Let's see. I don't want to parade like the Jack Nicholson Joker gave the Batman, throwing cash everywhere. That's from Drew Mac. What's up, Drew Mac the Handsome? Clove Man says, Sarah sighting. I'll be taking these huggies and whatever cash you have in the register. <laughs> uh, Doug Ferrier. Sorry, Gotta Rich. be thousands, thousands of first responders. Uh, Karma, Karmic Laura. Karmic Laura says, we want <laughs> money. Fuck make, the parade. Do you need me to make the text even bigger? If Cavino and Rich Show change the name, they need to incorporate Spot's name. Joe Mama. Know. What does that have to do with the price of bananas, Joe? I want to yeah. know that. Um, you're lucky I'm Ron Burgundy because that <laughs> had no way, context Rich. at all to what we're talking about. Rich, no. Uh, no. Schillyberg says, bye, Rich. 
All right. So, um, hey, Rich, when you and I agree, so it's see. fact. The, and only because, not again, to make it very clear, not to say that they're not deserving. It's amazing what the first responders so rich. did for everybody. They're, as of 2020, okay. there are seven. This is the New York City Fire Department, which um, has both fire and EMS. So that's they're all yep. under one umbrella. Uh, 17,321 employees. So they would be the ones that would respond to the phone calls. Okay. So you're talking about thousands of cops and firemen and stuff like that and nurses and doctors. We don't need to harp on this, but don't you just still think, don't you just still think the tens of millions of dollars for a parade? I, I'm pretty rather sure. Be, rather, and, and doctors doctors and cops and firemen might Tax say, write-offs. we do it for the pride of it. We do it because it's what we do. But how about a little reward, a little thank you, instead of, honestly, a parade. I know that sounds corny, but, and people might say, Super well, the parade corny. will be great for morale, and it's sort of like the city's opening again. But, yo, know, when people talk about budget sheets, to me, I'd be like, nope. From what I understand, and I could be wrong, and this could be based on the hospital system you work for, but I think they did get hazard pay. So you could argue that like the people that weren't getting the, the, that aren't getting extra money. So I, I don't know like the, the NYFD if they were getting extra money throughout the whole pandemic, but like, you know, look at our government. They're fucking handing out money left and right to people. They're printing money out of nowhere and they can just, they organized what, how many stimulate stimulus checks did we get? Stimulations. Was it two or three? Cause I didn't get any. I mean, definitely two. Um, I, I, I know. know. I think two, there, were, there sure. were a few. There were a few. Yeah. Checks. If we can, if two, we can organize that for how many hundred million Americans, Americans, how come we can't organize that for, let's say, thirty thousand people in New York City? The you biggest city should in give the country. Them? They should give them those uh, those old school McDonald's. Coupons that you get on Halloween, oh, like for one free I Sunday. I fucking love those. Oh, <laughs> oh I we, fucking buddy, love those. Great job. You know. get one coupon. You did a great job. Shake their hand. Here, you get like a Big Mac. Great McDonald's job. No, my, uh, you my daughter, you know, I'm back in the trick-or-treating game, obviously, because Emmy's four years old now. Yeah. We still have in a little basket over here. Someone in Sarah's neighborhood this past Halloween Emmy has like three free McDonald's Sundays. They still give those out. I haven't they seen those since I was little. Yeah, yeah. I guess people could buy them for a discount because yeah, Emmy has like three free ice. I cream would check the coupons. expiration. It probably says 1983 on that thing. <laughs> I've n- I've never seen those since I was a kid. You spot those McDonald's coupons? Free small vanilla cone, bro. I haven't I seen know. that shit. Wow. But yeah, even that's better than a parade. Right. I'm well, serious hey, about cr- that. Let me. Let me cross that off my list. Parade. We, can, you know, it's great when we all agree that means we're on the right track. Which yeah. is, hey, re- reward these folks if you can. If if you have money to throw around, I'm just saying, if there's this money to spare, I rather put in the pockets of Fuck. these workers yes. opposed to opposed to uh the local fucking high school band there. Like, really is gonna, you know, give them the the cheer that they deserve. No way. Um. Like I said, don't take away their shine either, though. Let them have a float and let them all be on an, <laughs> an, um, on one big float in another parade if you want to honor them, the, them in this way um, for whatever reason. But give them the cash. I'm with by you. the way, uh, yeah. I'm looking, someone, someone said uh, those McDonald's cone gift cards are worthless because the ice cream machine is always broken. I finally, I was on such a hot streak where... Probably for the last couple of years, anytime I went to get like a, one of those small cones at McDonald's, it was working. 
about a month ago, I went with Emmy to get an ice cream cone and they said, machine's broken. I'm like, motherfucker, I knew it. Like, I was like, my streak was going too long. I always think that the people just don't want to give you ice cream. I love McDonald's ice cream for sure. Love it. So enjoy your ice cream. Enjoy your weekend. That's our first story. Uh, the, after that was a fun story. I didn't want. I don't want to talk about. I got another the one. Next story. Yeah, if you got another fun one, because mine yeah, involves like, fun one. like porn and consent and like yeah, like yeah, you know. So go ahead. Let's hear yours. Uh, th- this one is uh, a little follow up of something we did yesterday, which is fine because this is Free Twitch Friday, which mm-hmm. welcomes a whole bunch of new people. So Victoria's Secret decides to ditch the angels, right? Right. No more Victoria's Secret angels. They're going with, uh, quote, what women want, which is uh, Megan Rapinoe uh, and, and a couple other, quote, regular women, right? As the spokeswomen, uh, as the spokeswomen for the brand. Well, we talked about this in depth yesterday, guys, which is why you should subscribe to our Patreon. Thank you. So go ahead. And we said, hey, we're not mad about it. We get it. Not every woman looks like a Victoria's Secret model. So if they're going to rebrand with some powerful women, have at it. But now they are getting criticized for that, saying Victoria's Secret missed the mark again. Who? Who's saying this? Some, they're saying, is Mrs. Grundy they're saying, who's trying they're, to they're saying, come they're up saying with content? Angels. They're okay. saying Victoria's Secret angels. No one wanted that. Now they're saying, now you're throwing like successful, powerful women. No one wants that. We want regular women plus sizes, women that look different. So now there's a group of people complaining that they missed the mark again. Sorry, I was real nice about this yesterday, but today I'm, I'm thinking, get the fuck out of here. Like, seriously, like, beat it, you regular woman. Yeah. We're not supposed I, to dude, have aspirations I, 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 to be better? Fuck out of here. I completely, I completely understood yesterday when they said, hey, listen, the whole Victoria's Secret angel thing, yeah. that's Fine. no longer the angle. Like, right, right, we want to embrace powerful, strong women that, are, that you know, they're not all looking like Victoria's Secret models. Understood, right? Right. But now when they're saying that misses the mark and we need to really cater more to plus size women. I just think, what are we doing? Uh, Smiller said this yesterday, says it again. It will end up with honey boo boo's mom as the spokesperson. And then everybody's happy because that's the standard we should all aim for in America. There are, are women of all sizes, right? Course, and and, then, and you know, people all, love women of all sizes, but I that love, doesn't mean they, make, they need pogs. to be the fucking ads for the for the lingerie. I said this the other day, you didn't listen to me. I said this was part of the I said they wanted a plus size model. I said, you know, while there are people of different sizes, we just need to normalize health, like, you can't promote unhealth, <laughs> unhealthiness. You know? Yeah, can we fart on this opinion spot? Colin Pennsylvania says, I want to fart in the face of everybody's stupid opinion. Uh, so feel free to play the Cavino fart. Yeah, it's there please. for you. I, I agree. Is, is Rich anti-thick? No, but I think they did a great job. I really do. I think they found a perfect balance of people that are inspiring and could also fall under, like, they're not out of reach to the average person, meaning they're not supermodels wearing angel wings. Yeah. You know, living I, I in a fancy that, world. That, that, that could seem a little eye-rolly nowadays because these the, the, the angels were aspirational, unrealistic. Like, they, you know, to, to stay in that shape was unrealistic. And, you know, it gave a lot of women body dysmorphia and feelings of like, I'm supposed to look like that. So they say, let's replace them with powerful women from all different backgrounds. Not good enough. 
Got to include the fatty boom baddies. Yeah, well, fuck that, man. People are going to complain. Know what that just proves is even when you do something with great intent and you come up with a great idea, there's always going to be jerk-offs. And, and not a lot of them. I bet you there's not a lot of people saying this, but it's the loud minority that always seems to get the most attention. Tell them to shut the fuck up and fart in their face. Because yeah, you know what? they did a great job. Go fuck yourself and complain somewhere else. Because you can't please everybody. It's like my piece of shit neighbor. This bitch is always going to find some shit to complain about. Oh, is there oh, a latest? Daddy! Is, is the latest? Is the, what's the latest now? No, it's, uh, my point is, people, I heard some, people, like, <laughs> some people just live to complain. Go take that shit somewhere else. Fuck yourself. Victoria's Secret needs to say, eat my ass. I'm serious about that. Victoria's because Secret they already made, made a, a made great a, change a, in, in the right direction. Leave it alone. Are you going to be happy when, when everyone's a slob like you? Sorry. That's not what we're Victoria, trying to be. Victoria's Secret made a very 2021 well thought out marketing decision. And even us who over our radio career have worked with so many brands that glorify beautiful women agreed that it was a good move by Victoria's Secret. Now, You've crossed the line. I'm out. For, and remember, for that reason, you and, back you know, in the day? and for that reason, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. For that reason, I'm with you. Back in the day, though, flashback on a Friday. You know, sometimes to be progressive, you have to have great foresight, right? You have to just like John, like John oh, Foresight. If I would have, I, I wish I could have wagered something in Vegas that the minute Cavino said foresight, you would have said. And, John. and if you don't, you might die nasty. <laughs> Dynasty. So, <laughs> Dynasty. <laughs> because you know you're on the wrong side of history as they say and i'm not blaming rich because being progressive it's hard to see sometimes it's like going into Joy. an empty room and being able to vision Joy. how it's going to look when it, when all said and done some people have that ability some people don't and i remember dove took that took that approach back in the day and it was too it. new for our ears and eyes. We weren't progressively <laughs> thinking and we weren't progressive thinkers. And Rich was very outspoken in the office. Uh, I was like, Dove was I was the like first why are they push? putting fat women in the Dove yes. ads? I was yes. like such a dick about it. Right. And Rich was like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And there was no. uh, like, a, in, in, uh, what would you What's call it? About a husky, a husky broad? Husky, husky what would you broad. Call it? That's a nice there, way There was it. a girl in our office that was really upset with Rich's lack of, of progressive thinking in this <laughs> I, arena. And looking back, I don't blame Rich because we just weren't used to it yet. Yeah. It's a matter of being Listen, at, every, you know. Everyone, we, we've made this point so many times, Kavino. Life is about evolution. Right. If you have the same thoughts and ideas when you're 20 and 40, that's probably not a good thing. Like you should not be thinking the same. If you had this, if 18 year old Camino and 43 year old Camino are the same guy, wouldn't that be sort of sad? Yeah. But I remember it was an awkward working environment. Like <laughs> always right. because of rich and this woman that was oh, offended because rich was so outspoken that this was absurd that dove was putting chubby chicks in their ads. Where's the I models? She, uh, Where's the models at? I, and I, I think she, uh, I think she should have been more offended by, by your phrasing of husky broads. I'm trying to say <laughs> it politely. How do you, what do you, what do you call them? She's big husky boned. Broads. I don't know. What was the proper term? Z Xander knows what's up. Sturdy. Pogs. She was kind of sturdy. She was a pog. Said, oh, John knows what's up. Sturdy broads. How about the word broad? Maybe she was nusky. Uh, was it? Was it nusky a word? Nusky. Yeah, she's a little nusky. Nice, but husky. So uh, you know, and Rich was outspoken about it. And man, I think she reported him to HR. 
But looking back, she, because she was on one side of the story, was thinking more progressive than we were. But look, it's about getting there. We're there. We get it. We understand what Victoria's Secret's doing. That's fine. That's dandy. But, like, stop trying to slob up our lives and put, like, mutants there to make everybody happy. That's, I'm not that's fat. Not, like, we're I'm allowed to have bones. goals. Yeah, we're allowed to have uh, standards. So um, let me throw another news story at Kavino. I got some good ones. So if you don't mind, I'll roll, ah. and I love, your re- I love the Kavino reaction. <gasps> yeah, let's go. A 37-year-old relationship is ending, and I think it's going to change. Not, it's not, it's not going to change anything, but what it's going to do is for a minute, your eyes are going to need to adjust. You're going to have to do like a little like. After 37 years. Is it like Pat Sajak and Vanna White or some shit? Oh, my God. Adios, mijo. What's up, Kenneth? Um, after 37 years. You guys are missing out on Husky Broads. Thanks, I Lockhart. Guess. Hey, Lockhart. I want to guess. Like, yeah, after 37 okay. years. It has to do with the world of sports and a change being made next year. Marv Albert. He's retiring. No, but he turned 80 the other day, which is wild, right? But he is yes. retiring. Yeah, he's retiring. Do you think of Marv Albert as... Do you think of him as one of the greatest announcers in basketball history, or do you think of him as the guy that likes to bite women? Bite asses. Yeah, I give more credit for that, actually. He's a fucking yeah, great Ch- story. By the way, John... John is it John? John L? I don't know. Brings up a good point. How long until Lizzo is the representation for Victoria's Secret? That's bad. I hell. love Lizzo. Lizzo is my too, girl, but, but I mean, Spot not set. for Victoria's Secret. I love Lizzo. You said I told yes. you. I've, I, yes. You bite that ass. <laughs> by the way, for the for the one person that thicker than a bowl of grits. Uh, yeah, by the way, bro. for the for the for the person that did notice, I did wear the shirt earlier this week. I just don't have any laundry here. I'm like, I recycle the same like five things when I'm in Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's not like you you didn't go for a run in it, right? Yeah, no, I I uh, I wore it, then I changed okay. back into like my jammies. All right, you know so how many, you know how many times I wear the fucking same thing every day? Yeah, but thirty on a broadcast. Uh, that's true. I do change every 30, day. Thirty. I mean, I know it's free. I guess you get what you pay for. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if it was if this was Patreon, play. if yeah. this was Patreon, I'd be wearing a fresh new shirt. Got it. A fresh clean um, tee. Yeah, fresh clean tees, fifteen percent off. So what's that like? I don't know. It's like Rich didn't do laundry, I guess. But thank you, Jesus. So. A 37-year-long relationship on TV is coming to an end. You know, by the way, the Marv, that Marv to mind, all the ones that come to mind, though, are like, like I think of Regis. I'm like, Regis is dead. Regis, like, I know. Yeah, I can't believe sad. that. Yeah. It's so sad. So yeah. all the ones that come to mind are like people it. that aren't, aren't on the news anymore. Like, yeah, who, Hugh Downs is dead. Weenie in the butt? <laughs> who else? No, it's, it's, it's not Where's, a person. I'll give okay. you that hint. It's right, not a person. Tell us. tell us. Okay. It's not a person, but uh, when you talk about Marv Albert, I'm sorry, I have to say one more thing. Yes, it's gonna really like his broadcasting. His yes was so synonymous with '90s amazing NBA basketball. Yeah, like I mean, Marv yes. Albert, legend in broadcasting, and I do think it is funny how his reputation. It's like the old uh, the old saying: "You fuck one goat." Marv Albert was a broadcaster for fucking probably sixty years of his life, and there was one recording of him talking about biting someone's ass or something, and it's like, "Yo, Marv Albert bites ass." By the way, I mean, are, those, is, are we all innocent of not biting an ass? I mean, we've, I've been, who has I've been, been an ass, ass. Please raise their hand. I mean, I'm on Team Marv Albert. I think it's a great story. I think he should be more of a legend for it. Do you think Giselle thinks to herself, "I fucked one goat"? 
Oh, that's oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, good one, Spot. You think Giselle thinks that? I fucked a goat. So, <laughs> speaking of the NBA, the changes in the NBA, and it has nothing to do with the game. So, if you're not into the NBA, do not worry. But I get, I bet, I guarantee your eyes are going to go. After 37 years, farewell, Spalding. The basketball will now be Wilson. Wow! Wow! Okay, I wow. know it's, I know it sounds insignificant, but we since Voight we were little make a push. kids. Voight's not making a push. Remember no. the Voight brand but, or no? Remember but, Voight? But Kavino, think about it though. Since you're a little kid, Spalding, it was like tennis balls, but clearly in NBA basketball, like Spalding owned that shit. So to let that sponsorship slip away, that's bad news for Spalding, no? Spalding and Wilson go at it. I'm sure in the world of tennis, right? Rawlings is baseball. So for Wilson to be, you know, they own the volleyball market, I'm sure. Wilson. So for Wilson to now make that push to knock Spalding out of basketball, that's pretty dope. That's what I think. That is re- no, that's really big. It's, it's like, who cares? But it's still a big move for well, all these yeah, brands it's, it's, that we've grown up knowing, right? It's who cares. It's who cares bigger picture. But for someone that watches closely, it's like, Oh, wow. Spalding really fucking dropped the ball. No pun intended. Um, oh, Wilson yeah. will be the official basketball, the NBA. And this has happened before. But like you know baseball. what, though, Rich? Although it's big, like, I'm sure there's also a really big market for basketballs that happy penis for Wilson for kids just buying basketballs recreationally. Yeah, and of course. It'll does, be fine, did it I'm ever sure, matter to you whether it was the official ball of the NBA? Of course, there's more clout for that. But... If I had a Spalding basketball or a Wilson basketball, well or even a Voight, like right. I said, jokingly, it wouldn't have mattered well any to me. Um, well, in the world of baseball, when did Nike, didn't, Nike, didn't Nike take over the uniforms like a year ago? That was a change. In the, in the NFL, too. NFL and baseball, I think, both were taken over in the last year or so by different brands. Give me, I'm going to put you on the spot, Rich. I'm going to put you on the spot. I mentioned that Spalding and Wilson must go back and forth as far as tennis. Give me one more tennis ball brand. Apex? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. I Is think that he's right? right. I was thinking Penn. Penn's a good oh, one. Pen, oh, yeah. Penn, of course. The, ball, <laughs> the, fucking three, the fucking three container when they when you would Apex. open it. Do they, have, do they make tennis balls? I would have Apex? accepted Pringles as, a, as an answer. But Maybe I, you know what, pen's the yeah, the pen's the answer though. Pen, pen fifteen, my favorite, Drew Mac. You're right. So that's a big story, man. It really is. It is. It's a big Dun, story. Dunlop. Dunlop, a good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would have accepted Dunlop uh, for sure. Yeah, that's, but yeah, Dunlop Wilson head. Head is a head. good tennis yeah. brand. Head. No, but these are. I'm surprised Keed. Rich. I'm surprised Rich didn't like immediately think of head. Head. But pen. That's interesting, man, because we all know the stories of like Adidas versus Puma, right? Yeah. Or even the, the the differences between contracts of Under Armour and Nike. Or like, like those wars and those stories are interesting. How Under Armour got Steph Curry and all these young fighters and Canelo Alvarez and all these people. And Nike got Jordan and... For Wilson to beat out Spalding, like, I don't know the rivalry there. Is it a family business? Is this a family feud? I I don't know that story. 
And you wonder, like, is there a story where, like, the guy from Wilson came back and he's like, yeah. I really had the greatest pitch meeting of all time. I think we got it. I don't like, know anything about it, Rich. I really don't. I really don't. And is there a guy who used to work for Spalding and he took his fucking talents to Wilson, used his relationships to get him in the see. NBA? There's got to be something. Something happened. I don't know it. There's a... Uh, oh, here you go. There's a comparison of both. Yeah. Of all the different... Because they must hate each other. Like, deep down, like, fucking Wilson! Conclusion. If you're a professional yeah. and want to join playing... Uh, let's see. Is Spalding better... Spalding basketball has provided better performance than Wilson basketballs. Spalding oh. is a top... Uh, LeBron, LeBron's wow. got a new excuse for 2022. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yo, you're absolutely right about that. Because think about what they're saying in baseball. By the way, Spot, can you pull up this clip? Because can you pull up the clip of uh, Garrett Cole that I sent you yesterday? Uh, I can. Rich, yeah. go back to the. You're right, because a different manufacturer might make a slight difference, maybe not to us, but to the delicate fingertips of uh, LeBron James. It might be slightly different to them. You got to hear what Garrett Cole. People are saying, is this Garrett Cole's voice, or as my brother said, or is it me impersonating Pat Mahomes? But they changed the baseballs and how they were made. And the slightest differences have the biggest impacts to these pitchers. So Garrett Cole actually spoke on behalf of, like, the feel of the new baseballs. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. but it's, I did. It's, I did. He sounded like you doing Mahomes. Yeah, a lot of people are like, yo, is that Mahomes? I was playing it, and even Jordan said, are you playing Pat Mahomes? I'm like, no, that's actually Garrett Cole doing a Pat Mahomes impression, I think. I sent this to Spot yesterday, but again, the slightest change can make the biggest difference. Yeah. By the so, way, uh, who knows? Wilson, just so you know, Wilson had the NBA basketball rights for the first 37 years of the NBA. Spalding had it for the next 37. So it's equal, like 37 years to 37 years. So what was 37 years ago? 37 years ago was 483. So right around the time Jordan broke into the NBA, that's when they changed to Spalding. So when you talk about all those old school, like Wilt Chamberlain and all that, that, that was a Wilson basketball. So Wilson had their time in the NBA. So it's not new for the first time. It just, our whole lifetime for the most part has been Spalding. That's a big move. Take a listen to uh, the great Garrett Cole. <laughs> to grip the ball. I just, you know, I mean, for Pete's sake, it's, it's part of the reason why almost every player on the field has, has something regardless if they're a pitcher or not, to help them <laughs> help them control the ball. Um, I think that... Um, this is how he sounds? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a solution, but again, mm-hmm. we're, we're al- we are aligned in, in a lot of areas with the commissioner's office on this, and um, please, just, please just talk to us. Please just work with us. I know you have the hammer here, but... Um, For Pete's sake... <laughs> You know, they're piecing. Uh, hey, by the way, you know what? Uh, what I got out of that so long. But he's saying I mean, that he can't I got get a grip things out of that. He's my, saying my I can't grip these new the, yeah. the baseball without this shit. We're so used to it this way, especially uh, these new design baseballs. Like they're having a hard time gripping them. Dude, and if it's dude. that that slight, then I'm sure some of the basketball players might think, Yo. yeah, these have a different feel to them. Yo, I, listen, let me let me. Pete's sick. Uh, the rea- the reality is this, right? Like we're none of us are professional athletes, so it's easy. It's very easy for us to say, "Well, fucking man up and get used to the new ball." But when you're playing at that elite level, 
in the in the National Football League, wide receivers wear receiver gloves that pretty much have fucking tape on them. They're the stickiest fucking grippy gloves. Sticky in baseball, icky. in baseball, every player has pine tar up their bat to a certain point that's legal. They're using sticky batting gloves, pine tar, all this shit in every sport to get a better feel for whatever ball they're using in that sport. So to say, hey, pitchers, yeah, you can't use anything. Infielders have a little pine tar in their gloves sometimes just to get a little extra, you know, a little a extra grip. I had a question for you, Rich. Again, we're not professional athletes, but you do know the different grip types of a basketball. You could tell if oh, it's a rubber no ball doubt. or a leather ball or this is a different ball. You could feel it. So imagine if you're practice on, uh, practicing on your shot a thousand times a day. When you went from one particular baseball, like a Babe Ruth league baseball. to like the next level, you would feel the difference in the laces. Like these laces are higher. This ball feels uh, when, different. When, when I remember so playing on, on certain, I remember playing in certain leagues. And again, the higher I, I the played laces. baseball. I played baseball, you know, much like you into my early twenties. So yeah. I am no expert. I played in high school. I played in my early twenties until I was like, all right, I'm done with this. But I will say, when I pitched and they gave me a baseball with higher seams, I felt it. like I was I felt like I was Nolan Ryan. You knew it for sure. So <laughs> like, this might be like Rich said that jokingly, yeah. but there might be a future story of these players saying, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm still adjusting to the feel of but, this new ball." But, but still, Camino, props to, to Wilson. To, to to wrap up that thought though, wow. what's up Nissan? What's up Albie Three? What's up guys? What's up Marshall Disaster? What's up Hakeem? Mountain Lion, MT Lion, MT Lion, bro. So uh, to to wrap up that thought, though, I, I can't disagree with Garrett Cole. Like people want to bust his balls, but he's sort of saying real talk, where he's like, like "For Pete's Yo, sake, you don't you don't play the game." I play the. He's saying that I play the game on an elite level. Right. You don't. So trust me, within the game, yeah, it's it's not illegal substances, but every single pitcher for the last fifty years uses a little something. So don't play dumb. He's pretty much saying, "Why is everyone playing dumb?" Uh, yeah, that's a great point, man. That's a hot take from Rich Davis. I, I agree. Because no, he, 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 you see what he's saying? His his aggravation in his Pat Mahomes sounding voice is based in the, why is everyone, you know, when you get that sense that like, yo, is everyone around me punking me? Like, are you guys serious? I, he's I pretty much Kavino saying, is everyone me. serious? <laughs> that's me. I thought, honestly, for, I, for if Pete's you told sake, me that was I mean, you. Like, uh, what, what, what am I... I can now do a, a Pat Mahomes and a Garrett Cole impression. Like, if you told me that I was mean, you. I like mean, like, the grip. It's just not the same. Like, why are we playing dumb here? Like, for Pete's sake. And do you think of Pete just Nice throwing like it for, I do? Throwing it for here. Pete's sake? Yeah, and you're, here, and go, you're Garrett go. Cole. <laughs> go. Zay, go. Uh, you know, like, I just don't like how everyone plays dumb when it comes to the grip. I need a little grippy, ippy, ippy. You know, for Pete's sake. Like, I, we've been doing this for 50 years. <laughs> you grippy, know, so. ippy. Shout out, Rippy, shout out to Pete, Pete's my sake. boy. You know, like I just don't understand. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. Pete, nice. Getting shout outs. Ippy, Ippy. He and he's right. He is right. Everyone's playing uh, dumb, but cool story. I like the story, Rich. Now I'm gonna give you another brand. When you think uh, of batting gloves, what do you think of? As they said, uh, as the after show says here, why is everyone acting brand new? That's how the kids say it now. Why are you acting brand new? Like. This is I I could feel the frustration from Garrett Cole. That's it. It just he's saying what we all do normally. That would be like Pete's uh, sake. What's like a normal practice? <laughs> Pete's sake. Who the fuck says Pete's sake? By the way, Garrett Cole. Yeah, he's the Garrett only Cole. guy. It's like uh, when like, I hear my girlfriend Jordan say, she says, "Gosh, 
And don't you have a friend, Rich, that throws a golly out there, but oh, for real? One of my best buddies down here in Texas, Turner, the first time he said it, I thought he was saying it facetiously. And yeah. I'm like, ha ha. Oh, wait, he's saying that. Yeah. He always goes, oh, golly. Gosh, yeah. golly. Jordan G-Willik. throws a lot of G-Willikers. goshes out there. Like, Are you serious with the gosh? Oh, man. He's um, serious with the Pete's sake. Gee, Willikers. Yeah. For it's Pete's wild. sake. Franklin well, hey, batting gloves. Um, I'm with you, J-Bots. Franklin. That's what comes to mind. I'm sure Rawlings has their their you know hand in the market, but pun intended. Hey, Cove, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you keep playing the Garrett Cole clip, does he throw a... Uh, does he throw a heavens to Betsy in there at some point? The P- Please play this to Pete's sake one more time. It's oh, really that, funny. Is it at the beginning? Yeah, it's, the, it's at the beginning of the Garrett Cole clip. For Pete's Pete's sake. Rip the ball. I just, you know, I mean, for Pete's sake, it's <laughs> part of the reason why almost every player on the field has has something. For Pete's sake. Regardless of their pitch. For, for Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. I mean, for Pete's sake. Man. For Pete's sake. Yeah, I want to hear him sing the rainbow connection. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> All right. some, you got to get some Mizuno batting gloves. Kavino, let me throw one more Mizuno. sports story at you, then a couple other things. Cool. Um, this is uh, clearly, I, I wouldn't say clickbait. It's throwing, he's throwing bait out there. And I wonder if it's like unrealistic on every level or not. Logan Paul, who just got done making $20 million fighting in an exhibition with Floyd Mayweather Jr., said in a podcast that Mike Tyson's like old, old. I think I could beat Mike Tyson. So Logan Paul wants to fight Mike fucking Tyson. It's a great idea, man. It really is. Now, Logan (laughs) Paul has spoken out recently in in an interview and said the only person he won't fight is Tyson Fury. I mean, you're talking about a gigantic man in his prime who could box and he would fucking beat the shit out of Logan Paul. To see Mike, Mike Tyson... We'll have to take this fight. Mike Tyson has also said to Logan Paul that, you know, Mayweather's going to be toying with you because you're not that you're a joke, but, you know, come on. This is Floyd Mayweather. I don't care how old he is. So Mike Tyson would have to take this challenge and fuck him up, and that'd be great. Keep in mind, there's a relationship there enough to the point where they've been on each other's podcasts and stuff. What if? I mean, you don't think the public would love? I think you don't I think the public the would love to see Mike Tyson knock out Logan Paul? That would be so fucking great. Imagine Kirby. he, cu- imagine he just straight up knocks the fuck out of Logan Paul. What's that like? Yeah, the rating. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. What's that? Look like? at that. Yeah, I'm fighting. I used to fight the greatest in the world, like Lennox Lewis, Evander Holyfield, Trevor Burbix. Now I'm fighting this YouTube YouTube boy. He's just a little boy. He's just a little baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm 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 all for this. I think that I think Tyson would be for it. I don't think he's above it. Like you know, his last fight was an exhibition, but it was against Roy Jones Jr. Right? It was a competitive fight. It was dope. It was fun. Rick Rick and Buffalo said the only way Logan Paul's fighting Tyson is if he puts in double oh seven three seven three five nine six three. It's like me fighting Glass Joe. It's like me versus Glass Joe, and I would sign up for this in a heartbeat. And you know what? The money's going to be there. Tyson's not in his prime. He's long retired. I think it'd be a fun fight. I'm going to smash that little bitch. Do you think... Let me tell you something. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Rich. Do you, you think this is like beneath Mike it. Tyson? I don't at this point because... No, I, so, I think we live, in a world of, yeah. we live in a world of sports entertainment now, but that's going to be the criticism, think. though. When Logan Paul <laughs> fought Floyd Mayweather Jr., I was, I was one of the people that felt like Logan Paul could hold his own just because of the size difference. And I was right. He, he hung in there enough. I'm going to eat him. If Logan Paul children. fights Mike Tyson, Logan Paul could die. I'm convinced that Mike Tyson, we're no longer, the only reason Logan Paul and Mayweather made 
sense on a fun exhibition level was that Logan Paul 6'2", 200-pound, big fucking guy. I'll tell you what, man. Logan if he Paul, fights Mike Tyson, if Logan Paul fights Mike Tyson, Logan Paul could get hurt. But you know what? Think what you want about this guy. And I said it last time. He's got nuts of steel. This kid is fearless. Nuts of steel. No, and Rich is right. In a different time, he would have been a crazy like radio broadcaster that took his career to like different heights. But he's a YouTube kid. He grew up in a different generation who took his YouTube popularity and his, his online fame to different levels. But he's a fearless dude. He would have been like a, like a shock jock in radio that was you know willing to do anything and everything. And, and that's really what yeah. he is, a fearless kid with a lot of heart who just grew up with different media outlets in a different time. And the fact yeah. that he's willing to take on Mike Tyson, the event and magnitude of that event alone is too big for most people. That, the thought Dude. of that would scare me, let alone Dude. getting ready for that, believing that you could actually compete, and then to know that this is such a smart money grab for the guy. Like, you got to give him credit for that. Is he an asshole? Yeah. Was he nice to Rich and I when we had him on our show? Yeah, yeah. I liked him. I liked him a lot. Did he make a video for my daughter and he was really sweet about it? Yes. You know, he was a nice dude. Hate him all you want. What he's doing only Fearless. earns my respect. You know, like I'm, I'm, I would never do this shit. Would you do that shit? Would you want to get a uh, ring with Mike no, Tyson? No, because Kavino, no, there, there are hypotheticals. I there's like, the you hangover. know, there's like meme hypotheticals. Like, hey, would you take a million dollars to like get in the ring with Mike Tyson? Like, yo, this guy. We did it. Willingly wants to fucking rumble with Tyson. I know Tyson's in his 50s and he's old, but you've seen those training videos. Mike Tyson still packs that punch. I think this would be so great. Oh, hate me for loving Maybe this. Maybe he'll knock How him back that? to YouTube. Hate, yo, Spot, <laughs> Spot, hate me for loving the idea of this fight. Because it's a great I'm one. I'm telling you. Oh, like now, what is Mike Tyson? Does he feel like this is gonna be an easy money grab, or is he like, "Fuck, now I got extra pressure on me"? What is Mike Tyson thinking? Because now he's like, "If I get embarrassed by a YouTube kid, oh fuck!" Or is he like, "This is gonna be the greatest payday of all time"? Like, what do you think Cha he's thinking right now? Ching. Yeah, <laughs> like because because oh. Mike Tyson has to knock this guy out. I mean, that's the way I see it. One of the greatest heavyweight fighters. Of our time, who looking well, back, who looking back, honestly, Evander Holyfield was really the guy. Uh, he, well, hold on. Lonnie makes a great point. He goes, you remember some of Tyson's last fights. His jaw's not what it used to be. And he is <laughs> in his 50s. Got him. He is in his 50s. I'm, I'm cool with the money grabs, guys. Life is a money grab. Everyone works to make a living no matter what they do. I just think if Mike Tyson says, yeah, I'll do this. Then you got to give credit to Logan Paul for somehow weaseling his way in the ring with Mayweather and Tyson. Like, my goodness. It's amazing. Uh, I think I have a clip. I'm trying to find it and send it to Spot. Um, of We've interviewed professional fighters and random people in Vegas on the streets. Hey, for a million bucks, would you take a punch in the, in the face or in the gut from Mike Tyson? And everybody was like, fuck no. Like, professional fighters were like, Terrence Crawford was like, nope. Shakur Stevenson was like, nah. <laughs> this kid's willing to do that. Hey, Mike. Hey, by the way, people are saying Tyson sort of handled Roy Jones Jr. with with ease. Are we giving age too much credit to think that a guy like Logan Paul could even hang? Like, he might kill Logan Paul. 
Um, I mean, he wouldn't actually kill him. He'd hold him up like Floyd Mayweather did. I mean, Spot, his only adva- Logan Paul's only advantage in that last fight with Mayweather was that he was so sizably bigger. Like, he could stick out his arm. His reach wow. was like twice That's as what? long. He was bigger, fight- but he's not bigger than Lennox Lewis. Who Mike Tyson fought, fought and lost to, oh, you know. Yeah, but bad. I'm saying he. he but Mike he, Tyson has been in the ring it. with much bigger men. Frank Bruno's, you know, even Spinks is much bigger than uh, uh, Logan Paul, right? So Mike Tyson's not scared, but there will be, I guess, a sense of pressure where he is expected to knock this dude out, and I think he would, and I think it's great, and I think it's a great money grab. I think people will be really excited about it. At least I think so. Or is the general public going to immediately think like, yeah, Mike Tyson is going to destroy this guy. This is stupid. Um, Roy know. Jones Jr. after that fight said that Tyson's power is still there. So, yeah. And I remember him saying something about like he's going to be in a lot of pain tomorrow. Um, so are you guys, uh, are you guys buying into the WWE boxing? We are. I like it. It's entertainment. I love wrestling when I was a kid. I love, I love a good fight. Like everyone else loves a good fight. And if you're telling me you have zero interest, then Hey, that's, that's you for me. If you told me tomorrow night, Tyson and Logan Paul was on pay-per-view. That's my plan tomorrow night. So I'd watch hundred percent to watch, but with the intention of watching Paul get pummeled. If it was, if it ended up like the Mayweather fight, I'd be very disappointed. Mike Tyson, yeah, but you know what's We'd still Bo. watch it, and we'd still we'd still hang. And, oh, we'd and watch get it together. Razor running, yeah, so he'd get his money, but he wouldn't be able to spend it because he'd be dead. His brother's gonna spend it. Hey, yeah. good for these dudes, man. Jake Paul. Oh my god! Oh my god! Thank Jake you, Paul is gonna go uh, spend uh, Logan Paul's winnings, his purse from that uh, fight. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, see Camino, perf? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep throwing stories I can't at you. Say it. Hold on. Let's Are see you ready? Uh, I want to. I want to see some more feedback real quick. Any judgment there? Do every touch up. Any pad, huh? Any pad. Buddy, buddy, All right, uh, Huskies. Okay, okay. Uh, check out Mike Tyson's post. This is from eight one eight. Mike Tyson's post on Instagram with William Shatner. I saw that. It's great. Is it my, William Shatner and Mike Tyson have done a commercial together? Have you seen this, Rich, or no? No. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. It's so good. I don't know if it's worth playing right now, though, but it's really good. Mike Tyson and William Shatner are in a commercial together. Hefe, thank you for that reminder. You want to play it or not? Or do you want to move on? Uh, It's a commercial? Yeah. You know what? Look up Mike Tyson. I have it. I have it. All right. Yeah. uh, There's a couple different ones. I want to make sure I get the right one. Logan Paul's fighting Godzilla next. That's from I'm Key. Let's see. There's one where they're arm wrestling. Is that it? I don't know. Don't even worry about there's it. There's like a because there's a longer conversation and yeah, I just don't want to play worry. that. It's a, there's a long commercial, but it's worth the watch. Check out Mike Tyson's Instagram to check okay. it out. But it really is worth the watch. Thank you, Hefe. All right, so yeah, it's on his Instagram. You see him and William. Shatner. Give me another story, Rich. The Mike Tyson thing. I'm all, anything involving Mike Tyson. We're all about. You throw I, Logan I Paul know. in there, like I, that's great. I know I could catch your interest today talking about uh, Mike Tyson, Victoria's Secret models, and uh, boxing. And now I'm going to catch your interest one more time, but it's a sad one. No one really knows the actor, or maybe I'm wrong, and you're going to correct me. Is his name but, Frank? Uh, I know a lot of rando people. Is his the, name the Frank? Guy that, the guy that played John B. on Pee-wee's Playhouse passed away. Oh, what? Aww. Yeah. I oh, saw I that. didn't know that. Yeah, Aww. the actor that plays John B., the, 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 like the uh, futuristic guy, right? The little head. I thought you were talking about Frank Boehner from WKRP in Cincinnati. He died no, at 79. I, Oh, uh, I feel, what was this guy in? He was in something else. Maybe not. The show picture spot of John B for everyone. Now repeat after me in John B's. Make a lick a high, lick a hiney ho. Make a lick a high, make a hiney ho. 
Here he then, is. Mecca Lecca High, Mecca Chani. John Paragon, the zombie of the genie of Pee Wee's Playhouse, was 66 years old. Was, yeah, that guy was 66. Molly Mecca Chani, Mecca Molly Mecca Hey. Let's see. Oh. He was funny as hell, dude. Yeah. That sucks. Yo, Jambi was hilarious. That sucks. So, he was in... Was he... It says the famous episode of the Soup Nazi. Oh, was he? On Seinfeld. Let's see. Oh, he also voiced uh, Terry the Pterodactyl. Did you know that? Uh, I'm sure I did at one point. You mean Terry? Oh, that's why I know this guy. You know, uh, he was one half of the... You know, on Seinfeld, where it was like, who do, who would not wear that even? Oh, yeah, he yeah. Was the, uh, he was the other guy. That's okay. why. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Spot. So he was the he was in Seinfeld and Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Who? I'm sorry, Pee-wee's Playhouse? Who would not wear that even? I mean, not only Pee-wee's Playhouse. He did the, you know, the Broadway shows, the HBO specials. Oh, shit, he was Jombie. Jombie was a very famous character, uh, at least in my uh, life and in my world. That. So that sucks. I like Jombie. I bet you Pee-wee's feeling really depressed today. Thanks, Wrangle Dangle. La, la, la. Um, la, la, la. Yeah, he's who will not la, wear the la, la. Guy. I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Peewee. <laughs> I'm Bummer. You, you well, got to remember, John B. granted Peewee the wish to fly. Spot, please, on a flashback Friday, can you give me on the very, spur, very first HBO special, Peewee's Playhouse, at the end, when I was a kid, I got to tell you, Rich, let's flash, flash it back just for a moment. When I was a kid, this was like my favorite moment, I think, in life. When Pee-wee was granted the wish to fly, he, John B., on the HBO like, special, uh, granted him the wish to fly, and Pee-wee was the luckiest boy in the world. But that's where I'm the, the luckiest boy in the world. Luckiest boy this. in the world. And that's where the Mekaleka High Mekahine Ho came from. Oh, it came from the HBO stuff, yeah. Oh, it wasn't part of Playhouse? It was on Pee-wee's Playhouse, but this was long before Pee-wee's Playhouse. That was in the 80s. Oh, I thought you were talking about when he when he was flying during the Mecca, like a high, like a high, Mecca, hiney ho. I know. Now, everyone at home, Mecca, like a high, Mecca, This is Pee-wee's Playhouse. I know. Yeah, either way, I have the flying, but I don't. Have, it doesn't have. Doesn't include John B. Doesn't include John B. Well, yeah. either way, rest in peace, John B. It's just my uh, favorite genie. Now, let me throw a good story at you. That is just a story of inspiration that I thought we could throw. If you and give tell some props me uh, that Cherry died, or Magic Screen, or Globy died, I, I mean, well, you really Terry were... died. Terry the pterodactyl. Oh, because it's, man, it's the same guy. No, I'm really upset now. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought this was a cool story, and I'm real happy for the guy. Um, I feel like this story is going to get hype in a couple months from now when he gets called up to the majors. It's the worst day in the world. This guy's going to get a this guy's going to get a lot of pats on the back, and it'll be a fun story. Like I said, when he gets called up to the majors within the next month or so. One of our pals, like a guy spot that uh, you've partied with a few times. We hung out with this guy in Catalina Island. We have mutual friends. We chat with this guy on Instagram quite a bit. Baseball pitcher, Joe Bimal. Greatest ass in baseball. Who we've joked about how he has such a great ass that all our wives were like, yo, look at his ass. That guy's got such a juicy ass. I was like, ah, the, I, I, I almost had a happy penis. I had to check myself By the way, when thanks, I saw his ass. Thanks for Mike in Connecticut for gifting us up. Thanks, Mike in Connecticut. Oh, uh, thanks, Mike. When I saw his ass, I was like the Italian Spider-Man where I was like, ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Joe Bimal. 
Acevedo, he's 44 years old. Yeah. He pitched last in the major leagues. He pitched in, in the big leagues for over 10 years. This is like a movie, isn't it? Yo, dude, that's why I'm telling you, Spot. It's going to be like a cool story, and it just it's sort of fun that we know him, and, and him and I have had these conversations. In fact, I can look at my DMs. Me too. He told me about from, this like months ago. Because yeah, why again? Oh, it's, I know. It's weird. Why. We don't talk baseball. He just sends me photos of his ass. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you guys have a different relationship. Yeah. Yeah. No. Somehow and uh, I sent mine back. I had I had a one on one conversation about this with him as well, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, man, I, good for it." Because he was so Joe Bimel, Major League Baseball pitcher. Like I said, we have mutual friends. Um, friend, he's friends with our pal Jen and her husband and our buddy Dino. And we've hung with this guy a handful of times and we, we communicate. Yeah, he's great. We communicate with him quite a bit. Great guy, right? And we've joked about his ass on the show. Here we are at current day. Joe Bimel hasn't pitched in the big leagues since 2015. 2014, 2015. He retired. He opened up like a baseball academy where he gets these young kids, Cabino, to, to pitch. Kids that are pitching like 80-something miles an hour. He works on their form, their arm, their mechanics, everything. They use and these crazy modern-day analytics technology. and techniques and technology, though. Like, they really break it down to a different science. Like, if his leg bends just like a millimeter off, he's like, I lose two miles per hour. Like, they figured it out. Yo, Thanks, C.D.B. So, so him and our buddy Dino... Yeah, hype train. Have, him and our buddy Dino have figured out through their their baseball academy you're right how to get uh there's a high school kid who's pitching 87 within a few months of working with bimol and our and our buddy this kid's pitching 93 like they like you said modern day mm -hmm. analytics and everything mm -hmm. that's pretty cool so so bimol himself when he was in the bigs he was throwing like 90 tops he was topping out at like 90 at the end of his career i think he ended up he, with the dodgers right he was at the Dodgers at one point. He didn't yeah. end with the Dodgers, but most notably all played place. with the Dodgers. Yeah. Sheesh. Actually, this is a very sheesh story. This is a very cool story. Inspirational. So. I think uh, Randy Dennis Quaid is going to play. <laughs> Randy Quaid might play him in a movie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mike D. So at 44 years old, he's Cheers. posting videos of himself. Cheers. Throwing like 95 miles an hour. Like he used his own methods. And at 44, he's throwing harder than he pitched when he pitched for 10 years in Major League Baseball. So he's thinking, and, man, I'm, I'm really wasting this juice that I got going right yeah. now. And and much like you, Kavino, him and I would have DM conversations. I'm like, yo, bro, matter of time, you're going to get back to the bigs. He's like, I'm thinking about it. I don't know, man. I'm 44. I'm like, yo, dude, you're pitching better than you pitched back then. Go for it, man. I'm rooting for you. Cavino's rooting for you. Spot. We, yo, every one of your friends or family and fans, everyone's rooting for you. And he DM'd me like a week ago. He's like, yo, I want to let you know I'm going to make an announcement tomorrow. But, uh, yo, the Padres. The guy gets signed by the San Diego yo, Padres. Honestly, he's fucking unbelievable. I so cool. Sheesh. Sheesh. Our cheeks. Joe Bible's cheeks. Oh, he's got cheeks. The butt is back. He's got cheeks. Back on the mound. I was watching. I swear to you, Rich, it's funny you bring this up today because he has posted about it and the beautiful facilities in San Diego, and he's thanking the Padres for giving him this opportunity. Yeah. You know, he signed a minor league deal with them, but I was watching him strike some dude out on social media yesterday. I'm like, look at this dude. 44 years old. This is a great story. This is really cool, man. And I just find it funny because he happens to be like one of a handful of 
baseball players we actually know. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, how wild. And you know that he will get called up because when you're 44 throwing 95, they're not going to sign you. They're not going to sign you if they don't have the intent to use you. Yeah, man. Guy, I was, I was really into his form, you know, checking out how his delivery, his velocity's there. So then I started backtracking everything, all the progress he was making. And I'm like, man, he really fucking stuck it out. He worked his way back to mid-90s, you know, high 90s. 44 years old. Yeah. So the arm so strength just, really developed with technique and everything else. And it's a great, great story. And you got to be rooting for this dude to make an appearance. When he makes an appearance back in the league at 44, and we're talking like, you know, he doesn't have it now, but like full on gray beard, like full yeah. on. Like it's really fucking cool. Yeah. He's so, a great hey, shape. Just though. a story, just a story that you'll see in a couple months. And I just feel like we're all, I'm like anxiously awaiting just for him because he's such a nice guy. So, hey, congrats to Joe Bimel. Absolutely. Really cool story. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Spot, if you pull up his, his social media, he posted it. He said, it's a quick clip, I promise, or something like that. And you see this dude striking out these young kids. Yeah. It's, it's not like he hasn't been there before. You're right, Rich. So a major league squad might be for the story alone, but the Padres could use him. I mean, the they Padres be saying, are one of the best teams in baseball, right. so he's also on a good team. But the thing is, I was saying, you're not going to sign a 44-year-old and do, go through all that if you don't plan on at some point using him. The clips are pretty cool, man. So here's, you got Joe Bimel's ass? Uh, you want his ass? No, just, you know, you, you know what I'm Because I can go into my DMs if you want those. No, <laughs> no, no. But here's a quick clip of uh, Joe Bimel in action. Right yeah, there, the top the one. Yeah, that, that one right there. His debut for the Padres in the minors. I'm going to have to go to the video. Big and video. think about it. Here's a 44-year-old experienced man with cheeks. Pitching, out, against like, a, pitching against like a 20-year-old kid. <laughs> exactly. Half his age. Cheeks. Bimel. Look at that jiggle. If you have a short attention span, I promise this will be quick. Yeah. The you know pitch. Why it'll be quick? Three strikes. Yep. Boom. And he's a big dude. Yeah. There you go. Joe Bimel. The pitch. Spot, don't focus on his ass too much. Look at the fucking delivery. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, did it happen yet? Yeah. Three <laughs> strikes. Oh, look. Boom, and I commented. So amazing, man. See that? And so. my comment. And when right. you said amazing, man, were you talking about his ass? I was talking about his ass cheeks. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it was a really cool story, man. Uh, yeah, so, no, he, and he runs that. He runs a clinic in El Paso also um, with our pal Dino and Cody. So good for him, man. Um, there, there's, a, there's a few other stories, Kavino. Less of a story, more of something I want to just throw at you because I feel like I want you to make a commitment to me right now. No. What is the commitment? Come on, dude. We've been together all these years. What's Are you going to put a it? ring on it or not? No. What is it? Um, so I'm talking to my buddy, Doug in Jersey, our buddy, Dougie fresh pick. And remember our old buddy, Tim, who used to work for, I love roadhead. Now he's like a, you know, successful grown up. But back then we knew them as like the roadhead guys. Of course. I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be on the East coast for a week in August you know, I talk to Dougie like every day. I'm like, yo, maybe we'll grab a drink at some point. And they said, yo, man, if you were into golf, we have access to the greatest golf courses in Jersey and Philly because of, you know, Timmy's connections. But you don't golf. And I said to myself, By damn it, that's like the fifth friend. Honestly, that's like the fifth friend that I've talked to recently. Our buddy Nico in Phoenix was like, 
yo, bro, I got the access to the sweetest Phoenix golf courses. And I'm like, Cavino and I never did it. I don't know if we ever will. Will me, Spot, and Cavino ever dive into golf? Um, real quick, uh, shout out to Mike525. He's watching our show right now. No way. Holy mother nuggets and holy mother meatballs. Does he realize that we're his biggest fans? We're his biggest fans. Uh, we're rating his show after this, by the way. Mike525, um, you're our guy. He's our guy. Our Top guy. five shows we want to raid. Number one, Mike525. Five, five. Mike525. Five, five. Mike525. Five, Let's go. Oh, Let's go. What's up, bro? I like, I like his little staff, too. I think he shaved. Holy mother me, Paul. I like when he got the little. No, I the think little, he shaved. Really? Good for yeah. you, Mike. All right, well, do your He's thing. He's a man now. Appreciate you. Appreciate um, you. But golf, back to golf. Uh, I know I golf is. I know. I know golf is in science, fellas. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if I think we should. The three of us, uh, Rich, you live in a sassy area. There's got to be a golf course out there. Spot. There's so many great golf courses in Southern California. Let me just bring uh, this point I mean, up. I think we should go to the shitty one by Lake Balboa and learn, so we don't yeah, go no, around of course. real people. Spot. But what I'm saying is, three times in the. I only bring it up because three times in the last week. People have bragged to me about their access to golf courses while at the same time telling me, yo, I'd love to bring you. Oh, but you don't golf. Our buddy Nico in Scottsdale, Nicole's husband, Matt, and our buddy Doug and Timmy in Jersey. We're talking about all guys that are 40-ish that are like, yo, you haven't got into golf yet? And I'm like, did you? I'd rather fucking mini golf with Mike 525, to be honest. That's the number. Coming in at number one, playing mini golf with Mike 525. That's what I want to do. I love him. Number one, shooting into a clown's mouth. Number two, the windmill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I would rather do that. I mean, I don't feel like wearing old guy pants right now. Leave that to Eric in Pennsylvania. What do you say? Why do you say old guy pants when... It's a fucking. Like, it's like I don't know. I don't feel like I'm there right now. But I'm, I'm know, not saying there? no. Rich like, to I, golf. I'm not saying no. I, so I will. All right. Say I yes commit to, golf. to you. I, I say I, yes I, I, I to going out for a nice day with you, having some drinks on the on the range, doing a little like putt putt to get our practice in. Whatever you want to do, I'm in. How about that, dude? The I, I even I follow the barstool golf channels also, and yeah, like we're. I think we're really. We're really missing out on the golf culture. However, one thing I always wonder for everyone that's married with children, pig for everyone that's married with children, Al Bundy style, <laughs> it there, there's a level of like commitment where you got to like tell your wife and kids like, yeah, I'm going to be gone for like eight hours. Like one of the two days we have together. I mean, you spend eight hours watching football. So yeah, what's the difference? True. That's true. Yeah, but spot, this like, all, I'm this watching, I'm watching but spot. I'm watching football while like I'm holding the kids or like getting lunch or running errands. Like I'm saying golf means like, honey, well, goodbye. I'll be back in eight hours. Like that's a lot. I think no, uh, I think it's no, it's like, you know how uh, I have top five ways to get away from your annoying girlfriend. Penis. I got 11 inch penis spot. I play number one answer to get, away, get out of the house is golf. But when out. I play softball, softball is like an out. hour and a half, honey. I'll be back within two hours because it's right down the block. And, you know, softball is like an hour and a half type of thing. Hey, Rich, you want my answer? You spend so much of your time doing other things. Just incorporate golf. You don't have to spend all day on a golf course. You can go and play either a short game. You can go to the driving range. You can do a couple holes. There's no Pitch like and putt. commitment. 
My this guy's saying he got this guy saying he got divorced because his wife was Look, bitching around about golf. golf. An average round of golf, everyone says is four hours. Stands for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. It's a guy's day out. Rich. You no, holy mother nuggets. That's All right. Constantly Rich. doing things. Let's go. Let's go. I'll go. I'm in. Take my offer now. While it stands. Okay. All right. Spot. Let's our go. buddy Nico is obsessed. A lot of our random buddies, but you a know lot what of this our all goes back to? You know what this all goes back to? Your FOMO is like next level. Like it's other, not FOMO. It it's, is. It's, uh, it is. It's Spot, it's knowing him. there's something that is fun, but I'm like reluctant to do it because well, you, you need someone the, to do it with you. You see the hand. You see the handsome people in your life doing yeah, it. You want to do it? If like who plays Who's the who handsome people golf? in my life? If like Doug, Doug's handsome. Nico, does Drew Mac play? All handsome people. All handsome people. Yeah, Rich wants to. If like I, uh, I just, if like Mario Rangel was like, you need to play golf. You'd be like, nah. Yeah, yeah. If it was Rocket That's Dog, you wouldn't go. If Rocket Dog was like, and he's handsome and all. I'm just saying, I know you. Yeah, but you see, you're missing. You're missing my point in a bigger Rich, picture. Let's go. Oh, that was for me. That was for people that were watching, not for you. Um, it wasn't a comment on you. You know that, right? Oh, if you got, uh, you got golf FOMO, everybody backs me. It's like the FOMO is now inspiring I th- you. I well, no, 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 because it's, no, it's, listen, not only it's good, because it's you, not need, only, you need, it's you need, you can't go alone. You can't yeah. golf alone. Just like you shouldn't go to the gym alone. Uh, it's good for social aspect, but it's also good for your career. Like you yeah, guys business. are, in, you guys are in posi- a position where playing golf could make or break your career. Business. Business. And you know, you're not making million dollar deals, but you could be. There are I mean, exec- that's, that's TV, the plan. Ex- TV executives love to play golf. Just saying. People are saying, this guy's saying he looks like a troll under a bridge and he plays golf. My, my point is. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> but my, my point is golf. Not a game you could play by yourself. You could you could go join a softball league. You could Let's go play go. pickup basketball. Let's go. You could go, you could oh, go to the gym. Like you can lift. But if you want to go play golf, you need to, you need to like have friends to be like, all right, yo, you want to play golf? You don't go to a golf course by yourself. You go with a friend or a foursome. You don't you know what we do. We, we go and golf. And then after our long day in the sun, we come back and, and eat all the Holy mother nuggets and all the Holy mother meatballs that your wife prepared. Holy mother nuggets <laughs> and Holy mother meatballs. Like, thanks honey. I had a long day on the course. I hope he doesn't want to say these mother to... meatballs are fantastic. <laughs> and these mother nuggets. Yeah. I can't, I can't get nothing enough of better. them. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any dipping nothing sauce better. for these mother nothing, nuggets? Nothing better. After a long day, after a long day of golf, I come back and that's what I do. So if I asked you, if I asked you though, Kavino, like who's your top five golfers? Like, what would you say? He has his own, he has his own emojis. For me, it would be, um, what's that dude's name? I'm so jealous. What's that dude's name that what? everybody says I look like all the time? Oh, uh, uh, Michael Pena. Oh, <laughs> fuck poor people. No. The, guy, the golfer they say I look like all the time. Vic and Toronto. Uh, John Daly. No, why am I drawing a blank on this guy? Uh, Lee Trevino. I'm coming up with a, a case of the rich <laughs> Lee Davis. Lee Trevino. The guy they say I look like, his name is... What is his name? Jason Day. Jason Day. Number coming five, number Jason one. Day. No, Jason Day. Because they say if I, if I throw a hat on him, I look like that guy. Oh, uh, Shooter version, McGavin? Yeah, Shooter <laughs> McGavin. No, that's who you He's look like. He's number one. All right, so Shooter. hey, Rich, ah. and, then I, uh, and then I look like uh, uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy. <laughs> that's big news. I have like a crappy story for you. Ready? But I just want to know. We don't. I don't even Here want to. Here I am bringing all the fun. You're gonna bring crappy stories. Go ahead. Mm, it's not that. I mean, it's there's a few big stories. You touched on most right. of them. All right. 
Uh, we didn't mention again. Well, we mentioned passing. Frank Boehner died. Sorry to be the morning show. 79 years old. WKRP in Cincinnati. And, of course, John B. from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, but Pornhub, one of your favorite websites, is getting sued. Mike, How do I know it's one of Rich's favorite websites? He has it, like, on his, like, favorites. Mike, 525, cover your ears. <laughs> Coming in at number one, Pornhub is probably his cover favorite Cover your ears. Website. You don't need to hear this. Cover your ears. Uh, Pornhub is getting sued. Earmuffs. It's everyone's pretty much go-to, right? But by over 30 different women, I sent you the story spot if you want to pull it up. By over 30 different women because they never signed up for consent. And these women are seeing these videos of them online and their hearts are dropping and their, their hearts and stomachs are sinking. And they're like, yo. And a lot of times, here's where it gets fucking creepy and tricky. A lot of times, these are videos of when they were underage. And these are videos that we're all exposed to. So I'm wondering if that sort of changes how you feel a little bit, especially like, you know, being a, I don't want to throw the girl dad thing out there or anything, but like, you know, that's really fucking creepy. That doesn't make a difference. Okay. Being a girl dad doesn't make the difference on how your stance should be on something like this. I'm talking about when these videos are not only consensual. No, if they're exploited, if they're exploited women, here's the question. What was it? Women at the time. Were they consensual? Were they consensual videos? The videos when they were consensual. like eighteen or over. No, the videos it's themselves. I, I, from my understanding, were consensual, right? Like, oh yeah, we're doing a video because my boyfriend asked me to. That's just how things work nowadays. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you feel like you missed that on that trend back in the day? What? The think of for all the girls you've loved before. If you had that access back then, you had to set up a tripod and a camcorder if you wanted uh, to do yeah. that sort of shit. Um, but anyway, that's sort of the way of the world, right? So they sign, yeah, sure, because that's normal in today's world. But what they didn't sign up for was for their boyfriends to post this shit on Pornhub and things like that. Years later, yeah. years later. So yeah, it's wrong. I mean, I don't, I don't know women. what the resolution is. I hope they. Get their justice. No, I don't no know what to tell you. For Pete's, for Pete's sake. I mean, for come Pete's on, sake, guys. For Pete's sake. Keep it to yourself, guys. It is. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like even if you agreed to filming the video, you didn't necessarily agree to distribution. Um, yeah. I feel like this happened to one of our old interns. Really? Not on porn, hub. But like in her high school, like an inappropriate oh, yeah. photo, remember, remember? Yeah. And she, but she like talked about it publicly. She went on I like, think she had a talk move shows. or something. She had, she? Yeah. It was like a whole big thing. She yes, sued. Right. Yeah. Um, so like this has happened before, but this is like next level, like sexual acts are next level. Yeah. And like I said, this is a website that like most guys that are chilling with us right now are very familiar with. And it does make you, hold on, you're, you're missing the point that I, I think I'm making. When the fappening stuff happens, right? There's always that curiosity that makes you want to look. But you know it's sort of wrong. Right. Do you approach Pornhub, one of your favorite go-tos, the same way, knowing that there's at least 30 women that are like, yo, I don't want you looking at this shit. I didn't sign up for that. Uh, and Pornhub, I, the thing I, is, Pornhub, they're saying is profiting off of these videos that they never wanted or agreed to being online. That's for them to legally take up. I don't know what to tell you. It's like everything else you just said and Spot said. It's uh, it's it's wrong and you want justice to be served. I don't think it makes any difference if you are a dad or not. I think it just has to do with the, it's the right thing versus the wrong thing. 
And you hope there's justice. Do you mean, are, are you think people are going to stop looking at Pornhub? had to do with these girls were underage at the time. Then if you want to protest Pornhub, there's a million other free porn sites out there. I'm just saying, does it make you feel different? I'm not saying you need to fucking protest like a lame-o. Uh, no, I, I mean, yeah. You know, it's just, it, hey, it's a story. And well, there, there's, a, there's one last story to end on if you, if you want, because I know we're going to run. If you talk about protesters, you know how sometimes you will ask the question, who has the time to protest with a sign? My mom. At one point. Justice once. for Lindsay. Only Justice once. for Lindsay. Uh, only once. Dude, only with once. A, dude with a sign. They were opening up a strip club like right down the street from my, my home. And my mom was like, this is absurd. I don't want my Steven to be exposed. So I'm pretty sure just once in my life. Well, we, Sebastian Metascalco does the funny bit, justice for Lindsay. Like, who's, who are the people outside a courthouse? Who are the people outside of people with a, no jobs. A, a store? People yeah. with no jobs, honest to God. And, su- and very passionate people. So you think to yourself, who is this passionate? Who has the time? And I'm somehow going to talk about coronavirus without really annoying anybody. Because it has to do with minding your own business. Now, they've been doing a lot of random concert filmings for specials where I know they did one in Brooklyn yesterday. I'm sorry, Queens. My sister told me, Spot, she could hear, uh, she said she could faintly hear Coldplay in the distance. They were filming something in Queens yesterday. Yeah, they were were all up in New York the past few days. They did the Today Show. They did uh, Fallon outside, all outside performances. yeah, they did some outside performance, I think, near Astoria because my sister's like, yeah, there's a lot of hubbub. And you, can, you she's like, I can almost hear it. So it's like, you know, is that Coldplay in the distance? Um, Porn hubbub. Porn there's hubbub. some. That's Rich's new favorite website. Porn hubbub. I'm going to Porn hubbub instead. There's a, a concert going on in Southern California with the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. With the Foo Fighters, a really cool picture of me and the Foo Fighters from the early early two thousands yesterday at Steve Cavino. You know that wasn't what you know that you know that was Jack Black, right? Jack Black and the Foo Fighters. Yeah, (laughs) I know Jack Black's in there. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, I posted a really cool picture. They've also, you know, the the Foo Fighters are also putting out an album of Bee Gees covers, and they're calling themselves the DGs. It's really cool. It's really That's good. Funny. The DGs. So, I love, I by love the way, when, the, funny, uh, the, the funny story about the funny story, if you never heard it about Foo Fighters, is that S, uh, I'm gonna play the Foo Fighters play and Christopher Walken were on Saturday Night Live the same day. And Christopher Walken asked Dave Grohl, where do I put the emphasis? And just for shits and giggles, Dave Grohl said, on the fighters. So when, when Christopher Walken introduced them, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, the Foo Fighters. I love this. Can I play? Holy I love this one. That's a famous story. And holy mother meatballs. Yeah, shout Jesus. out to my boy. Thank you, um, sh- No, shout out to uh, Mike525. He's hanging. Um, let me, I got to play the, it's my favorite thing. All right. I, like, I, one of my, fa- I agree, Spot. It's one of my favorite radio clips. It's what, from radio, it's uh, the big radio station in London, right? I yeah, think? when, when people, you know, that the videos that live in your head rent free, this is one of them. Yeah, for sure. This video, I love. <laughs> and I will, I will, like Kristen and I will just play it and make fun of it. Uh, yeah, here we go. There was once when we did Saturday Night Live and Christopher Walken was the host. Amazing. And he comes up and he's like, he said, he asked us if the accent was on Foo or Fighters. And we know who he is. Like, of course, we know how he speaks. And we said, uh, the accent is on 
fighters, actually. So he, he goes how out. How did he ask you? Yeah. How did he ask you? I'm not going to say that. Oh, because oh. he goes, no, because he goes up, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. That's my fucking favorite. Foo Fighters. But they're great. Look out for the DGs, too. It's really good shit. The DGs. The tribute to so, the DGs. Kavino, you and I have talked about how the one thing we can agree on is meow. Minding our own business. Mind your own business with, with, with a lot of these arguments uh, about COVID vaccines and people fighting and arguing. There's you with uh, Dave Grohl, speaking of which, on a throwback on a flashback Friday. There's Dave Grohl, Jack Black, Who's and the, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer. The guitar guy. That's the, the, uh, missing, the right? tenacious foos. There's some badass foos from back in the day. Where's the but, other guy? That's Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, who was just in that no, clip. You where's watched. the other guy? The oh. third guy. I mean, that's just this. Who was there? No. By that's the way, there, there, there's never been a picture in my life that I've seen where it's like one person doesn't belong. <laughs> Steve Cavino. <laughs> How fucking cool is that? <laughs> now, by the way, that might be your best picture. Is there yeah. a better picture you have? It's so cool because those are my heroes. By the way, uh, Fry says the perfect thing. Dave looks like an Applebee's bartender from the 90s. Oh, he totally does. does. It's so like, great. I what love the it. fuck? What's with the stash? I don't know, but I'll be playing the Foo Fighters later <laughs> like today on Lithium. Pubes. What the at, fuck? At noon Eastern. Uh, well, uh, right now. So yeah. I'm on Lithium, Sirius XM Channel 34. I had to pre-record the first few hours, guys, because yeah. we're doing this. But I'll be on until 6 p.m. Eastern on Channel 34 playing the Foo Fighters and some of your favorite late 90s, 90s rock. But throw fucking Pee Wee Herman on that picture and Don Mattingly, and that's like your life. That's my fucking heroes right there. Yeah. <laughs> there goes my heroes. Um, but just just to wrap it up, because uh, oh yeah, what were you saying? You about? were talking about the Colt. I was telling you about the Coldplay concert in Los Angeles. There's a Foo Fighters concert, and we say, who has the time and effort to fucking pick it with signs and be a Budinsky? Not this guy, not that guy, not Spot. None, no one except fucking Ricky Schroeder back at it again. Ricky Rick Schroeder. So remember he had some big hubbub about like he complained Costco. at a Costco. Yeah. He, he, he caused a fuss at a Costco yelling yeah. at a worker because they wanted him to wear a mask. Yeah, I remember that. He was real well, mad about it. The Foo Fighters were filming a little taping. And it was a vaccinated people only small event. So Ricky Schroeder and a bunch of people that were like, hell no vaccine. Hell no vaccine. Started like protesting the event. And it's like. Can't you just mind your own fucking business? Do you need Ricky Schroeder and anti-vaxxers marching outside a fucking taping of a Foo Fighters special? Rick Schroeder. It's Rick Schroeder. Nowadays, I'm sorry. Rich. Uh, I mean, listen, man, if you, whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, would you ever fucking protest like a lame outside of a concert? No. No. Nope, there he is. Look at him. Oh, wow. He's fired up, huh? Look at him. He's got a little bit of a nut thing going on, too. I don't know. He got a high-rise gene yeah, going what on. Is that? He's got a little uh, ninja um, boot. I see a little right nut, a little left <laughs> nut in there. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a, that's a, called a right-wing nut. I told nut. you. It's right again, nut. again, vaccinated or not vaccinated, like, mind your own fucking business. And why would you take time out of your life to but, be like, let me go way, to this just, concert and just, be like, justice. Like, I can't. Come on, dude. By the way, just stating for the record, you know how like you think Cal California's open and you're coming back here? California's yeah. open for the vaccinated. Like you okay. you can only go in establishments without masks if you're vaccinated. That's the rule right, All right. now. I think Rick Schroeder um, was just looking for some TV time yes, with that camel nut he had going and on. And yes, it's on the honor system, but it would okay. be nice if you honored the honor system. Okay. Damn, um, bro. He fucking 
But I told you the other day, I already see people. Um, I'm a man of honor, Scott. Yeah. I already see people like at my, the yoga studio I work at, like we're, we're doing classes where you can come in and if you're vaccinated, you can take your mask off and, and some people are wearing masks. Some people aren't. And like I heard in another class, someone got called out that they were not vaccinated because they chose to wear a mask. Hey, Spot, oh, I have a question. Is it, is it true you I test to see it? Is it true to test uh, if people are vaccinated, their their ass smells different? Don't you have to like get down and smell everyone's ass? Yeah, that's, that's right. Is that rich. really it? Perfect. That's it, Rich. Thank you, Kenneth. Yeah. I think he just called you an ass sniffer, Spot. I love sniffing asses. Well, hey, that's the story. We're out of time. Real quick, guys, this is our free Twitch Friday. Thank you for being here. Send it to your friends. Hi, hey, I'm these are the guys I've been talking about for the past 17 plus years from Sirius XM. They're doing their own thing now. Check out their show. It's free on Fridays. They have a free best of the week podcast. Subscribe. Hey, guys, check it out. We need you guys to pass this along. Thank you. Now, we also do Monday through Thursday on Patreon, which is where we bring it. Behind the Velvet Rope, my son of rage. Rich is going to be on this weekend probably. Most interactive, most inclusive show on the stream, best live podcast of all podcasts, Monday through Thursday on Patreon. So please subscribe. Patreon, there's two tiers, $5 a month for just the audio, $10 for all the extras and the video. Uh, we appreciate you. Enjoy your NBA playoffs this weekend, your baseball. Like I said, check me out on Lithium later today. I'm on till 6 p.m. Eastern at Sirius 6 on Channel 34. Wait, I'll be playing yeah. the Foo Fighters. Mike text us, texted us. And thank you, Mike525. Thanks to everybody hanging out with oh, yeah. us. If, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna plug away your uh, your lithium thing, check out us. my uh, new episode of my podcast. Have kids? They said is up now. Let's try to get that to the top twenty five under the kids and family section on iTunes. Just search "Have Kids." They said and uh, a fun forty minutes. You'll enjoy it. Thank you guys and enjoy your Juneteenth extended right. weekend. We're, enjoy your uh, Father's Day. Shout out to all our dads. Shout out to Big Steve and Greg and all the dads oh, yeah, out there Father's living the dad Day. life. Happy Father's Day to you, hey, Rich. Fathers. To me. Happy Father's, Father's Day, brothers. gentlemen. Godfathers. Thank you. Grandfathers. I'm a Godfather. That counts. Thank you, guys. Um, Happy Father's Day, Spot. Thanks. Uh, and we're going to raid Mike 525. Fuck poor people. All right, Fuck everybody people. bring your talents and your fun over to Mike 525. Tell them. Uh, raid the shit out of that kid. Enjoy your Holy Mother meatballs this weekend. Your Holy Father meatballs. <laughs> Yeah. And, and we'll see you guys. You. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Rating.